Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast from AM to PM. A little impromptu uh, podcast today. If you're watching the video podcast, you, we're just we're just gonna move around. We're gonna feel the groove. Yeah, move around. around. We got things to do around the house, so yeah. you may come with us on this a little <laughs> bit. But so this kind of came up. This topic came up of falling out of love. Do you want to? I'm sorry. You want to turn the TV off? No, they can't hear it. Okay. Falling out of love, right? Kind of came up over the over the weekend. Yeah. Um, just just the thought process of it and everything, and kind of how we how we conquer that. Right. So, and I think it's like it's evolving, right? Like it's you're constantly evolving your relationship. Yeah. And I don't mean like falling out of love necessarily from like a you need marriage counseling, like you know the it's coming to an end type of thing. We need no, to no. fix this type. That's not always. Sometimes that is the case. But it's just like life gets busy. Yeah. And you're just become parents and coworkers and not husband and wife. We find oftentimes, I've said this many times, is that we often give our worst to the people that mean the most to us. Right? Right. Like we give the least to the people that mean the most to us. So when other things come up, other priorities come up, like we prioritize the ones that we feel the most secure with, we prioritize them the least. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So, like, you know, I have a busy day to day, to day so I'm going to put you off because you're secure and you're not going anywhere. Right. right? You know I'm not going to lose here. you. Right. Um, whereas I might lose this opportunity if I don't prioritize that. Sure. And, and there's always a give and take of, like, being, you know, understanding in that situation, of course. Yeah. You know, like, when things come up and whatnot, you have to, you have to be smart about that. But... It can get too much too often. Yeah. A lot Agreed. of times. Well, and the biggest thing for us is just communicating. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing in any relationship is communication. It's key. Like, that's the number one thing that can make or break a relationship a lot of times. You know? I it's agree. It's just communicating how you feel. And that took us a long time to get there, though. Yeah. Well, it's something, so, and here's a funny thing, like, and I, I, we're kind of bouncing around because, like, different things came up. We spent the weekend together in Chicago. We had a fantastic time. We're like, you know, it, it helps to remind us, and you don't have to go off on, you know, to some other state or anything for these things to happen. Riding in the car today, Priscilla reaches over and just touches my arm, you know, and rubs on my arm. And, like, little things like that for me, I'm like, that means a lot to me. Aww. That's special to me. Yeah. You know, and her and I have had this conversation before. Like, something that we worked on was, like, I felt like like I was expected to be the affectionate one. I was expected to be the romantic one. I, you know, like, that was all on me. And that's how I felt about it. You know, and I shared that with Priscilla. And since then, um, she's been a, a lot more, um, you know, she she meets me further than the middle more on my side with a lot of that stuff you know she'll rub my back when she walks by or initiate a kiss or something it's not all up to me and and that's you know that was something and like Priscilla said communication right like I communicated that we kind of fix that issue, mm -hmm. you know? So Well, and part of it is, is I was reading too much into it because Ace is not a toucher, mm -hmm. you know? And so he doesn't like to be touched. And so I'm like, okay, well, fine. Then I won't touch you, <laughs> you know? So, um, like but if you like, you know, text me and like, you know, I can put it on the calendar, like, Hey, you know, let's cuddle and I'll, I'll be okay. We can, but just like random touching throughout the day. I'm like, ah, don't, nobody touches me. I'm not touched. I'm not a hugger. I'm not a, you know, I'm none of those things. Yeah. We, we like see friends, you know, and like Priscilla go hug them. And then I feel obligated because she hugged them. 
that I gotta hug them too. And he's so awkward about it. I love the people that know he's not a hugger. It's always a... But I love the people that know he's not a hugger and they're like, so I know you're not a hugger, but you're hugging me. Yeah. Like, this is happening whether you like it or not. Or they give me crap like, oh, when I when I will initiate a hug, like, oh, we're hugging now? Yeah. We're hugging? We yeah. saw a friend this weekend and, and she was like, oh, I'm, oh, we're hugging? Oh, okay. I was just gonna fist bump you, but. So a lot of the Lime Life girls, that we're all huggers. Yeah. And so Asa, it's just like poor Asa. <laughs> you got to get out of your comfort zone a little. You that's know? my anti-love language. And Priscilla recognizes that though. But it means a lot to me that you, you know, yeah. when you do initiate, you know, touch just in general. And, you know, it, it's it's going that extra step for me. I don't know. That, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with it. But her showing me that like. I am her protector or, you know, old fashioned if you want it to be, I don't care. We're old fashioned. So, we are. We're you know, Southern. I'm her protector or, or, you know, she, she lets me open jars for her. I don't think she actually needs help with stuff like that, <laughs> but y'all have seen sometimes I do, but no, we've had a lot of, a lot in, and we don't portray that on camera as much. Um, we've had a lot of situations, especially recently where we had to sit down and like, Hey, we need to rekindle here, yeah. you know? And we need to work on this. And it's... So when Abigail was younger, um, you know, we looked at her diagnosis as a project. Mm -hmm. And whether that be right or wrong, that's just how it was. Um, and so we both were working on this project. You had your part. I had my part. And that's just what we did. Well, then Abigail grew up. Isaiah grew up. And what we've noticed is that Isaiah, now being gone... We are back to only being autism parents. And so once again, it's like, she's our project. And I know that's, that word probably sounds terrible, but you have to understand like, that's not, that's just how I'm using that word right now. Well, it's, Abigail, it's more the diagnosis. It's not the, it's not the person. Right. Yeah. And so our whole goal right now is to make sure that we're doing the best for Abigail. Mm -hmm. And so we get so wrapped up in that sometimes that that becomes our main focus. So then we start to lose ourselves as a married couple. And so that's why I think a lot of times we're like, okay, take a deep breath, mm -hmm. like reset, you know, turn me on, turn me back off. Like Asa, every time something's wrong with technology, he turns it off, turn it back on, and it works oh, again. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. <laughs> you turned me on. You better turn me off. It's like, wait, what? We didn't talk about this part in the, in the pre-show notes. <laughs> there were no pre-show notes, sir. Okay. You, you just said I, this I got is you. the topic. Unplug you, plug you back in again. Right. Yeah. And so we have to like reset as a married couple, yeah. you know? And so that's kind of like this weekend, it was a work trip. But we kind of reset Definite as a married reset. couple, yeah. you know, and so now we're going to be good. Yeah, for a we're while. And we're still. But if we don't work on it, we we go right back into that again. Right, and it's not that we don't love each other, no. or that we don't want to be with each other. Like that's not it. And so if you see people going through that, like don't think the worst because it's not necessarily. They're just not. Why are you staring at me right now? Because like, you're the one talking. Oh. Um, but they just need to reset. Yeah. They just need to turn each well, other and, off and, and turn and each other back don't on. Think, don't think your marriage is over. Just because, no. you know, don't think like, oh, we've lost we've lost the fire. It's still there. Okay. It's like a, you're like a water heater. You're you know like what I'm saying? You're like a hot air balloon. You got the, 
No, if that goes out, you're crashing. <laughs> if you have enough fire, you're gonna die. So let's okay, not, it's okay, a bad water analogy. Heater, water heater. More like a water heater, you know? <laughs> I watched the thing about you got, um, you got hot that, air that pilot light, even though you gotta crawl down your hands and knees and look up and see that pilot light is lit or not, it's still there. It's still that little tiny pilot light just going. Yeah. You just gotta apply the heat, you know? Give it more fuel. Yeah. You give it more fuel, poof. Things are boiling hot. You know what I'm saying? It's a good oh analogy. Oh my gosh. Right? <laughs> Your love life is a water heater. That's just, you know, look at it like that. <laughs> you better be paying that bill. We're cooking, we're cooking with grease. Let's go. Oh Pay that electric bill. Um, <laughs> I swear. Okay. So, yeah, that was kind of our whole... We didn't move around at all during this podcast. and and But I wanted to... I did want to share that because it was definitely something on my mind because it was something that we were able to do this weekend and you don't have to get away from home to do it. Right. You know, the other night we had a movie night. Yeah. Where we sat down. That definitely, feel, you get, I got that same vibe, that same feeling. You know, yeah. we had that movie night. We sat down there. We held hands. We watched a movie together. You know, ate some popcorn or whatever. Like, you know, just taking those little moments. I do believe you need that. We also, even if you can't get out of the house, so Monday nights, Abigail usually goes and hangs out with her girlfriends for mm -hmm. like a girl's night. Well, I cook on Monday nights, so I'll send her dinner with her, and Ace and I will sit here and have dinner together. Yep. Like, it's in our own home, so if you don't have anywhere for the kids to go, wait till they go to bed and have dinner together. Communicate. Set rules early on. Don't sit down to have dinner with your significant other. And halfway through the meal, be like, you're on your phone the whole time. You know, both of us are guilty about with that. Like, we need to set the rules ahead of time. Yeah. You know? And be like, hey, you want to you want to try no phones tonight? You know. Yeah. But communicate that ahead of time because then you just because then that your your partner feels guilt. Right. You know, and that's no way to start a conversation. Yeah. Communicate it ahead of time. Say, hey, this is what I I had in mind. Why don't we sit down together? Like maybe do no phones. You know, leave the TV off and have dinner together. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. So that's. That's our little little tidbit on marriage, marriage today. Tip. So just stuff that came up in our lives we want to share with you guys. A little impromptu podcast for you. Um, I hope you have a fantastic week. I promise we'll see you Monday. I'm putting that out there right yes. now. We missed the last two weeks. I apologize. We will see you on Monday with some other nuggets of marriage wisdom or parenting or something. Or something completely useless. But we're just going to have a good time talking to each other. There so. you go. Bye, guys. Bye.